Sup, Buzznet. In reference to the podcast, at you on a murder Monday. Murder it up. Oh, well, please don't. Uh, my name is Amanda. My name is Heather. And today, I'm going to talk about the murder of Timothy Timmy Wiltsey. Is that how I said I was going to say it? Yeah. Okay. So my sources were morbidology.com, which is where I learned of this murder, uh, Wikipedia, and Star Ledger, which was quoted on Morbid morbidology which their website was pretty fascinating so check it out so timmy was born on august 6 1985 what time out before i go any further get it out of your system now so we're huge dane cook fans as we've quoted before and you just want to tell the joke or the uh, part or- of the joke one of our favorite ones that is our hashtag every time we go on a trip is hashtag JC Timmy and the one he says about jumping into a pool and coming up underneath the kid on the raft and when he pops out of the water he says Jesus Christ Timmy and we say it all the time <laughs> so it didn't click at first when I was typing this, and then one time I typed Timmy, and I went, oh, Heather's going to love this one. <laughs> there it is. Oh, there it is. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, now that we have JC Timmy out of the way, also sometimes we'll just walk around and just say it, like when we're out on trips. Time out. That's so off topic the only thing i can see on you basically is a reflection of my laptop and it looks like your pupils (laughs) so i just see two fucking beady eye lights staring at me (laughs) it's so creepy (laughs) are they circles yeah, it must be reflecting off of, like, your pupils or something. I don't know. Well, all I can see when I'm looking at your door, is there something over there that's red that's blinking? Like, that I can't see on the other side of your pillow? Oh, it's Brody's leash. Oh. It's been blinking for, like, the last half hour, and I was like, I don't know what it is. All right, so... Timmy was born on August 6, 1985, in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, He and his mother, Michelle Wodzinski, he and his mother were living in New Jersey while his father lived in Walker, Iowa. His mother was 23, and her and the father, George Wiltsey, separated when Timmy was six months old, and George cut all contact with his son. Which, rude. Allegedly rude. Don't sue me, George. I don't know your circumstances. According to the Star Ledger, Timmy was timid and shy and had a habit of sleeping with his sneakers on. That's weird. That's gross. (laughs) I'm sorry, Timmy. Yeah, especially if you stepped in something. The germs. And he had a deep love for his cat, Norton, the ice cream man, and fire trucks. 
which is just so sweet because he was five. <sighs> okay. So, here we go. On the evening of Saturday, May 25th, 1991, Michelle said she and her son were at a carnival in Sayreville, New Jersey. Michelle said she left Timmy in line for a ride while she went to go get a soda, and that when she returned, he was missing. The carnival was halted and shut down, so the police officers, firefighters, volunteers, and trained dogs could immediately go into action to search for Timmy. And although an exhaustive search was performed, they did not find him. The case was televised twice on America's Most Wanted, and Tippy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, Timmy. And Timmy's picture was circulated on missing child flyers and milk cartons. The first person ruled out of the case was the father, George, as he had an alibi of being in Iowa, which is a little bit of ways away from New Jersey. Michelle and her parents were questioned early on in the investigation. Michelle was reluctant to give interviews, but her parents made appeals for the safe return of Timmy. By the end of May, Michelle's account was changing. So, like, six days. Because this happened on May 25th. There was no one at the carnival that evening that supported seeing Timmy there. The last time someone had seen him was 1 p.m., and that was by a neighbor. One witness from the carnival came forward to say they saw Michelle, but no child with her, and they got a sick feeling. Feeling. Not a sick feeling. So it was somebody that knew she had a child? Um, it didn't say that they knew, but they said that she didn't have a child, and something felt wrong when she saw her or something. I don't mm. remember what the exact wording was. But, like... Yeah, I kind of felt that way, too, because I was like, that would be like if I was going to meet, like, Karen and Dan at a carnival. And yeah, we were meeting like, oh, she there. she doesn't have a kid. Like, there's something up. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, spoiler alert, the witness wasn't wrong. <laughs> um, Michelle was criticized for having a lackluster attitude. P.S. Not a copy and paste there. The word they used I didn't like, so. I don't remember what it was, but I remember going, that would be an obvious copy and paste. So I changed it to lackluster because. Which just sounds like a copy and paste. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she had a lack lackluster attitude towards her son's disappearance. Um, her mother defended her by saying that Michelle did not show her emotions. However, investigators were continuing to focus in on Michelle. Because I don't have a missing child. I don't ever want to have a missing child. I feel like even if you don't show your emotions, you're going to be, like, emotionally distraught over it. Yeah. I, I know everybody reacts differently, but... Oh, God. My brother better never have a missing child, because... He would be jailed on lack of emotion. Um, on June 6th, Michelle was interviewed again and changed her story again. She now told police two men kidnapped Timmy at knife point. When investigators pressed Michelle for more details, she got angry and stormed out of police headquarters. 
Later, she returned with her sister, sobbing and saying she made the whole kidnapping story up. Duh. The next morning, she was interviewed again, and guess what? Her story changed. Shocking, I know. Now, she declared a woman, Ellen, had offered to watch Timmy while she went to the concession stand. She claimed that while walking, she was threatened with a knife by an unidentified man who then fled the carnival with the girl and Timmy. Ellen was never found, even though the FBI did an extensive search. Oh, also shocking. Michelle failed multiple polygraph tests. Of course she did. Right. Five months after Timmy's disappearance, things were slowing down until Dan O'Malley found a shoe matching the description of the shoes Timmy was wearing when he disappeared. I think Dan O'Malley is Irish. Maybe he's related to, what was that guy's name that drank all the... (laughs) Oh, what, didn't M cover him? Yeah. I can't, wasn't it O'Malley? I don't remember. But he, man, he, he went through it. He, he went through some shit. Yeah. And survived it. Yeah. Was it Mike O'Malley? It might have been. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. So, when Michelle was shown the shoe, she denied that it was Timmy's. Upon the shoe discovery, Michelle's family and friends were questioned. This revealed new information that made Michelle a suspect again. So she reported what he was wearing, and it the tennis shoes were Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle tennis shoes. And that's what was found. And then she was like, no, that's not his. But she said that's what shoes he was wearing. Yeah, when she first reported him missing. Yeah. So, friends told police that the shoe was found near a place Michelle had worked, but she had previously admitted this location from her work history when police asked for her complete employment history. So she didn't say she worked near this location that she was found, but she had. So. On April 23rd, 1992, the case had been cold after the, the discovery of the shoe, but the police decided to search the area where the shoe had been found. 125 yards from where the shoe was discovered, a small skull was found partially submerged in a creek. Beside the skull was a blanket and a balloon. The following morning, the skull was identified as Timmy. Although the Middlesex County prosecutor announced Timmy's death would be treated as a homicide, due to advanced decomposition, a cause of death could not be determined. Michelle, how long was he missing before they found him? April 1992. May. Almost a year. Okay. It was like 11 months almost. Or about 11 months. So. And also I assume the balloon was deflated. Yeah. (laughs) But I wasn't sure. I didn't look at pictures. There was no way. I don't know if there were even pictures. Uh, Michelle remained a suspect as no one had supported her stories. Police come through hours of carnival footage and photographs looking for Timmy, even if in the background of pictures, but found nothing. Michelle also told police where she had parked that day, but the parking lot she said she parked in turned out to be closed that day. 
and listen. I'm not trying to give anyone any ideas on how to commit the perfect murder. But at least drive your car past there and make sure you could have parked in there that day. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Just, I guess when you just kill your kid, though. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> if you couldn't have figured that out already. That just seemed fishy from the get-go. Yeah. When she was told Timmy was found, she didn't ask what or where or how. And when attending his funeral, friends and family said she seemed disinterested. But what I could say to that is you can't really judge somebody's guilt on their interest in a funeral. Not everybody does well with that. Yeah. And if it's your kid... I don't know. I mean, you might want to dissociate from that experience altogether. So. Yeah. But despite that, there was not enough evidence and therefore Michelle wasn't charged. And unfortunately, Timmy's case dropped from the headlines. But don't worry. In January 1994, a headline read, Mother of slain boy reported missing. Her car had been found running outside of her brother's apartment, but she was not there. She was found the next day in Detroit, and her story was that two law enforcement agents abducted her and told her to keep silent about Timmy's murder. But that was confusing because she already was keeping quiet. Um, After months of investigation, Michelle was charged with staging her own disappearance because, in fact, she took a bus to Detroit. Don't take a bus to Detroit if you want to. Don't leave a paper trail. Yeah. People are going to know you weren't kidnapped. Um, yeah, because if you're kidnapped, they ain't going to take a fucking bus. <laughs> right? And she told them that she was taken there by two law enforcement agents in a black car. Please, watch another... What, the Men in Black came That's her up? I'm just going to say, watch another Men in Black's movie. Men in Black movie. Um, so, for this, she was sentenced to six months house arrest and three years of probation. Later, she moved and was caught stealing a laptop from an employer and again had a house arrest and probation. She then moved to Florida and it was there that she ended up being arrested for Timmy's murder on what would have been his 29th birthday, August 6, 2014. The police department that handled Timmy's case periodically reviewed cold cases and because of this, reviewed Timmy's. She was not allowed to post bail and was held in Florida until extradited back to New Jersey. The trial began on March 16, 2016, and 68 witnesses testified. On May 18, the the jury unanimously delivered a very famous guilty verdict. I don't remember why they said it was very famous, but it was. And on January 6, 2017, after a denied appeal for a new trial, a judge sentenced Michelle to 30 years in prison without the possibility of parole. Good. And... That is the sad murder of Timmy. So, like, she never said why she did it? Nope. I don't even think she admitted to doing it. That's so messed up. Yeah. So, I mean... It's... It kind of just reminds me of Casey Anthony. I guess this would have been before Casey Anthony and... But not too much before. Well, this was in 94. 
I think. I don't know when the Casey Anthony thing happened. That was when I was in college. Timmy was 91. So, Kaylee and Casey. When was that? Kaylee Anthony. Two thousand eight. So <laughs> a couple of couple of years apart. years ago. But this but Timmy happened been before then. Yeah, like seventeen years before then. But I think something I read said like it could have been accidental and she didn't know what to do. But because Yeah, the first natural response is get rid of the body and like hide it. That's what they claimed with Casey. That was one of them. I don't know if that's the one they used in court. I can't cover that case. I was too invested in that case when it was going on. Well, did you see... I saw... Um, yeah, you should. Did I show you that? Yeah. That she's going to visit Scott Peterson in jail. Yeah. That she wants to... I was, like, reading their comments. She wants to help innocent people who were convicted of crimes. And Scott well, Peterson... neither one of them are a prime example of that. Yeah. Scott Peterson is not on my list of people to cover because I feel like his case has been pretty publicized, but I'm going to assume. I'm, I'm not making a definite, but I don't think he's innocent. <laughs> so. I know the one comedian, he's like, he said, he's like, yeah, he's like, his defense was... He's like, oh, he's like, I couldn't have shot her. He's like, I left my gun in the restaurant. It's like, oh, so you were planning on doing it anyway. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. Was she shot? I don't, I don't, I didn't follow that real close. I know she was found in the ocean. Well, I know they caught him trying to get in the Mexico. That's not surprising. Which is so funny because I've watched his special on Oxygen like five times. <laughs> and I can't remember. I always get him and Drew Peterson confused. Drew Peterson, Drew Peterson is on my list. But he was a cop. That's why he's on my list. Cops who are killers are just fascinating to me. And not like Dexter killers, you know. <laughs> I love Dexter. Such a good show. Even with the ending. But what you got for us on Freaky Friday? We're gonna dive into Chernobyl. Oh. We better be safe. Don't touch anything. Yeah. Don't breathe in dust. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, well, we can talk about this on Tr the Chernobyl episode, but we haven't talked about dark tourism yet. We have not. Because we've been too tired. <laughs> I'm like, we just want to get through this. I know. Um, if you haven't watched Dark Tourist on Netflix, I recommend it. It was like a history lesson 
than just how fucked up people are that they want to do some of this shit. Yeah, it was it was just interesting, and I just really recommend it. So. Like the first episode, I'm like, oh, this is kind of stupid, and then by the end of it, I was like, I have to watch all of it. See, I was the exact opposite. I was fascinated by the first episode. Why would you want to go there? Why would you want to do any of that? I mean, and like the fact that his grave was like a. Who was that? It wasn't El Chapo. It was the cocaine guy. Juan Pablo. Was that it? Anyway. It was just... I don't know. It's an educational show, that's for sure. Yeah. um, But then, like, the crossing the border... Anyway, so dark tourism is a thing, if you don't know that, because I sure didn't. Nor did I know pastel goth was a thing. I learned that from something else. (laughs) And had to share it with Heather. But, um... They go to a couple radioactive places. I thought it was just one. No, they went to Russia, where the nukes were tested. Oh, that's right. And then where the tsunami hit and caused. Fukushima. Yeah. Um, where else did they go? Oh, they did one of those crazy... Well, I wouldn't even call his a haunted house. No, his is a torture chamber. Yeah. That's a difference. <laughs> Um, they did a tour on Jeffrey Dahmer, talked to Charles Manson's friends, not Marilyn Manson. Yeah, not Marilyn Manson. Um, but anyway, just highly recommend it because it was educational and fascinating. Yeah. And and entertaining. It was a good binge fest. Because it was like dark, but funny. Yeah. And if the host gets on your nerves a little bit, he'll grow on you. Like a good fungus, not a bad one. He's a good fun guy. Yeah, he's a good fun guy. Alright, so until next time. <laughs>